Hi, welcome back to Pause, Learn, and Reflect with Katie. I'm happy you're here. I have a confession to make. After almost three months off from work, I went back late last week to a full schedule of dog clients waiting for training. A full schedule keeps me away from home a huge chunk of the day. Unfortunately, my son also returned to work last week, which means my dog was not receiving the daily car rides, walks, and attention that we'd enjoyed together for the last several months. Friday evening was the first evening spent at home. It was then that I noticed Elsa spent most of her time sleeping. When I asked my family about her lack of energy, they informed me that she had been out of sight most of the week. And this broke my heart. My poor dog is depressed. We went from spending almost every waking moment together to spending most of our waking time apart. With most people heading back to work this month, I thought the perfect topic for this week's podcast is increasing the canine-human bond. There are many reasons the bond with our dogs are affected, and it can happen at any time and several times over your life together. In my case, the time spent away from home recently is what was affecting our canine-human bond. Do you feel the bond is a bit strained with your dog? Today, I'm going to share 10 tips to help you and your dog get back on track. And happily, it's something that you can easily do. We'll be right back. The human bond is a relationship between two or more people. Bonding happens between family members, friends, and even groups who spend time together. We also bond with animals. The bond between humans and canines date back between 14 and 15,000 years ago. The bond with your pet can be as tightly formed as a bond that you form with other humans. It is no secret that canines are loyal creatures. Not only do they provide a source of comfort and companionship, science proves that the relationship with our dogs provides many health benefits as well. Spending time with animals can lower stress and blood pressure levels. It also decreases depression. Our canine friends even get a smoothing, which aids in weight loss. The bond we form with animals is real. It explains why we suffer intense grief upon losing our pets. And dogs share that sadness too. Last year, we posted a story on our social media account about a dog who was found in the parking lot of Good Samaritan Hospital on Long Island. The hospital was located miles from the dog's home and the dog had to really work to get there because there were a lot of obstacles in the way. When the dog was found, a call was made to the phone number on the ID tags. It turned out that the owner was in the exact hospital where the dog had been found. The man had been admitted to the hospital a few days earlier. The dog missed his owner so much that he escaped the house and tracked him there. If you want to hear more about this heartwarming story from Long Island, you can Google it. The local media picked it up. I believe it may have been ABC News in New York. There are times our human-canine bond is super strong, as in the case with this dog who tracked down his owner in the hospital. But then there's also times when it's weakened, as in the case of Elsa and I right now. The reason for a weakened bond is life. A busy work schedule, returning to school, having a new baby, getting married, a new relationship, welcoming another new dog in the home, any of these things 
can cause a break in the bond because life disrupted the routine. Our pets often suffer as a result of our busiest schedule. And that is why for months now that we've been encouraging people to leave their dogs alone for a short amount of time each day, even if it means just going for a walk or just locking the dog in the kitchen or in the crate, whatever the dog is used to while you're working. We want the dog to be prepared for when we return to work, when we return to our normal, regular life filled with friends and activities in which the dog is left behind. So what are signs your human-canine bond may be weaker than usual? One, the dog stops responding to commands. Two, the dog appears depressed and lethargic. Three, the appetite suffers. Four, your dog is snarky with either you or another family member, and that can include growling or snapping. Five, the dog suddenly attempts to escape the house or property. And I am going to add that my dog did this twice in the last week, and that's very unusual for her. Six, you become invisible. Your dog stops looking and listening to you, especially when you give recall commands. Seven, the desire to play is gone. Eight, the dog is keeping a distance from you. And finally, the dog resists any type of petting or handling. As I mentioned before, the good news is that you can strengthen that bond again. So let's get on with the tips. Number one, be in the moment. When spending time with your dog, put down your electronics, turn off the television, and focus solely on your dog. How many of you have had your dog or even a cat smack an electronic out of your hands. They don't like that we're spending time and that we're focusing on electronics instead of them. Most of us are tired after a long day, especially if like me, you've just been off for months. But your dog waited all day for you to return home. Don't let social media get in the way of your time together. Two, play games with your dog. Whether you throw a ball around, swing a flirt pole, or play enrichment games such as puzzles, your dog will love the fun activity. Have you ever played hide and seek with your dog? It's a blast. Your dog will be so excited when they find you. And as an extra bonus, give them a treat when they find you. Number three, walk and socialize your dog. Bring your dog for walks or car rides while you run errands. Of course, wherever the dog is permitted. Not only is this time with you enjoyable, they will also have the opportunity to socialize with other people and dogs too. And of course, I have to add this side note, you should never leave your dog alone in a car, especially during the hot summer months. Number four, feed your dog. Rather than leaving a bowl of food around for your dog to graze on throughout the day, schedule feeding times. The preparation and delivery of food is enjoyable for your dog when it comes from the human. And as an added bonus, train your dog during mealtime and hand feed the dog rather than tossing it in the bowl. Number five, quiet time. Spend time brushing, massaging, or petting your dog. The physical contact makes handling more enjoyable for them. My dog Elsa loves when I play classical music and, and gives her a massage on her back and legs. I think she looks forward to it all day. Each night when I settle down for the evening, she backs herself right up to me and a little head hangs down while I massage her neck and back. So quiet time is definitely something that you should schedule into your day. Number six, recall your dog. Listen, when you are practicing recall, you can play hide and go seek. You can do restrained recall or you can use the touch command with your dog. These games teach your dog that coming to you is great. 
It also makes them aware of your presence and your absence. Number seven, travel together. Include your dog on weekend adventures and vacations whenever you can. Dogs enjoy vacations just as much as we do. Number eight, train your dog. It is important that our dogs know how to live in a human environment. Our job is to help them understand through obedience training. Once your dog is properly trained in obedience, now you should explore other types of training. You can do agility training. You can train your dog to be a therapy dog. You can do various sporting competitions. Just make sure that the training experience that you choose is a good fit for your dog. I mean, if your dog hates running, agility is probably not going to be the training for your dog. Maybe nose work will work better for your dog's personality. But it's really important that you consider the dog's desires and the dog's ability when choosing activities for the two of you to enjoy. I want to elaborate on this by telling you about a dog that I trained a few years ago. This dog absolutely hated walks, but he was overweight and the vet said he needed exercise. The family had hired me to train the dog to teach him to walk because he would just dig his paws into the ground, refuse to work, try to get out of the harness. So the first thing I had them do is I had them go to the vet for a full examination to make sure that there was not a reason, a medical reason for the dog's dislike of walks. And it came back normal. So over the two week period, I had tried to make walking as fun as we possibly could for the dog and the family. But he was miserable and the family was just stuck on the walking. We had the vet said to walk, the vet said to walk. But in the time that I had gotten to know the dog, I realized that one, he loved other dogs and two, he greatly enjoyed playing with his tennis balls. So I encouraged the owners to play fetch with him in the backyard. And if they didn't mind, I also suggested that maybe they bring him to to doggy daycare in place of walking him. Surely he would lose weight running around with the other dogs and he would be happy. I mean, at this point, the dog was starting to growl and snap at them when they tried to put the harness on him or even a collar. You couldn't put anything on this dog. When I finally convinced them to swap walking for an activity the dog enjoyed more, everything changed. They played ball with the dog in the backyard. They let him have play dates with neighborhood dogs. And every once in a while, they would take him for a walk. And when they did, they tried to arrange the walk with their neighbors and neighboring dogs. And you know what? He had a good time. He didn't walk long. He would only walk around the block with the other dogs, but he happily walked a block or walked two blocks. So sometimes we do have to find activities that our dogs enjoy more instead of demanding that they walk or they do agility or they do nose work. Number nine, teach your dog new tricks. Dogs love the challenge. It's fun for you and your dogs to perform for guests. Just remember to generalize the behavior first. And if you have not already listened to our podcast on generalizing behavior, we have provided specific details on how you can generalize the behavior. So check it out. Number 10, build trust. Help your dog trust you by keeping them out of situations that they don't enjoy. We don't mean avoiding uncomfortable situations. We mean giving your dog space. If your dog does not enjoy meeting strangers, stop unknown people from interacting with your dog. 
Does a dog barking behind a fence startle upset your dog while on a walk? Well, don't walk along that fence. Give some distance by walking in the street and then coming back onto the sidewalk again once you pass that property. There's no reason for your dog to be upset, and I definitely do not want your dog to be reactive on walks because that will make your walks miserable. So remember, finding what your dog enjoys and sharing that activity with your dog is a great way to increase your bond. I can tell you these tips helped Elsa this week. Give them a try and let me know if they increase the bond between you and your dog too. We've paused and learned. Now it's time in the podcast to reflect. I'm not sure who wrote this, but I fully agree. Here is this week's reflection. You don't get what you want. You get what you worked for. It's powerful. Whether you're losing weight, studying for a test, trying to start up a new business or climb that corporate ladder or train a dog, you have to work for the result. Wishing and wanting rarely leads us to our final goal. That is all for today. I hope this information helps you and your dog. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, or follow us depending on the platform you subscribe to. Sharing our podcast with your friends and leaving reviews helps us too. And as always, we have the written blogs this way that you can print off these tips and keep them. And you can also check it out on our YouTube channel. I will leave links for both the blog and the YouTube in the notes. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time, we've enjoyed teaching you to train them. Have a great week.